host for Late Night Whenever. Please give it up for Michelle Buto. Shove your toe, hey bitches. Say hi to my fucking musical sidekick, my professional friend, my black Dr. Phil, Rob Lewis, everybody. Can't believe you're here with me. You could be doing something else. Thank you, Rob. Nah, I'd rather be here. Thank you. Panties are already dropping. <laughs> Anyone listening to this podcast, panties are dropping. What up? Oh, now we washing those panties. I um, have been running into a lot of people who are so nice. They're like, you're doing a podcast, you do stand-up, you host. That's so brave. I'm like, is it? That shit is brave, is it? I don't think it's brave. You think it's brave? Yeah, it's brave. Yeah, you got to stand up in front of all these people. You know you know, people are listening. You got to flow. I don't know. I feel like the first person that ever like was like, let's try this surgery is brave. You know what I mean? Like the first... <laughs> Who did that? Who was like, let me cut this open and see what happened? Or like the first person decided like to do a weave? Like, that's brave. I'm going to sew this shit to someone's head. You know what I think is brave, though? I mean, wearing a plus-size kimono with fringe at the bottom of it. Which is what I'm rocking right now. Let me tell you, I feel like a Puerto Rican Stevie Nicks right now. I don't know what I'm serving. I feel like... I feel like a palm reader that's bad at math. You know what I mean? Like, just a drunk psychic. I don't know. Fringe is fucking terrible. Make some noise if you actually have worn fringe. How do you do it? I feel like Superman. With great powers come great responsibility. I almost got stuck in the subway door. It became a moment. Like, people saw something. They said something. I was like, thank you for the help. I was thinking about being brave and like doing like extreme shit. And I'm also like cautiously adventurous, you know what I mean? Like I like to go to Six Flags, but I don't want to go on the rides. I think that's fuck. I don't fuck with roller coasters. Why would I fuck with a roller coaster? I want to know where my stomach is at all points in the fucking day. Do you fuck with roller coasters? Not anymore. <laughs> nope. Did something happen? You get older. <laughs> The older you get, the more uh, serious you get about the fact that something could happen. Like to your body? No, period. Okay, like you could fall out the... Just anything, just the feeling of falling. Just don't feel good at a certain age, It Michelle. doesn't. But I feel I fall all the time. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't do roller coasters. Even when I was like 10 years old, I'm from Jersey. I would go to Six Flags with friends. And I'd be like the only one in line holding everyone's coat, praying. Like, it's crazy. I don't do that. One time, my cousins talked me into jumping out of a plane, and they're like, it'll help you with your um, fear of heights. And I'm like, for true? And they're like, oh, absolutely. So basically, you go into this room, you just sign your life away. They're like, if anything happens, not our fault. Hope you have clean underwear on. And they just, like, push you through. <laughs> and so you go into this little tiny plane that looks like something from, like, a war that never happened. And there's no seats in the plane. I was like, the fuck is this? I feel like Tom Hanks in that fucking movie. What was that movie? Castaway. Yes! This is why I got ding, him. Ding, ding, I'm, ding, ding. Yes! Because I'm 40 and I can't remember shit. Thank you. So you get in this fucking plane and there's nowhere to sit. And the only way you can like sit somewhere, because you're doing it tandem, is to sit on this guy's lap. 
So all of a sudden, no dinner, no small talk, no appetizers, no drink. I'm just sitting on this man's dick on a plane. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm not afraid of this. <laughs> this is very familiar. So I'm sitting on his lap and we're going up and then I just feel myself like slowly farting. I'm like, can he feel this? <laughs> Do you know, you ever been like spooning someone and you're like, that was a fart? Nah. <laughs> wait for it wait for it <laughs> guys I have lived so we're going up and then the guy's like you ready and I was like I guess and then like he like is like putting his hips like in a forward motion with your hips trying to like fling both of y'all out the fucking plane and he's like one two and then he goes on two and I was like bitch there's air in my mouth my front tooth is fake I was like this is expensive if something happens <laughs> and you know he's like are you having a good time I was like I can't feel my uterus <laughs> and then he like pulls the string and my legs go back to my ears like a rag doll I was like so impressed with myself I was like I've never done this and I've always wanted to and then he's like, are you ready to go? And I was like, I thought we were ready to go. And then we just like land and he falls on top of you. And I'm just like, this is the most expensive date I ever had. <laughs> and my cousins were just like, oh, that was so amazing. That was so amazing, right? I was like, that was fucking terrible. And I thought there was something legit wrong with me because I didn't enjoy it. So I did it again. <laughs> my husband is from Holland. It's also called the Netherlands. Nobody fucking cares. Um, and... His first birthday in America, I surprised him and took him skydiving. And he is like a fucking daredevil. He enjoyed it so much, I looked over at him and he was like flapping his arms like a fucking bird. I was like, you bitch. And like, I realized maybe I'm attracted to him because he's a daredevil. Like I had no idea that he was like into this shit. Like even when he proposed, I had no idea he was gonna propose that weekend. It was our first um, getaway together and it was in the south of Spain. <laughs> we fancy. Uh, he was like, it's like Jersey Shore. I'm like, don't take this away from me, it's fancy. <laughs> and he wanted to do something extra every fucking day. The first day he was just like, how about we take a motorcycle up a mountain at night with no lights and see fireworks? And I was like, for fucking what? That doesn't sound good to me at fucking all. Are we Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I don't like that shit. And then the next day he's like, how about we take a sailboat on the Mediterranean, I'll sail it. And I was like, okay, Christopher Columbus, I don't know where the fuck this going. I was like, do you know how to sail? He's like, no, I'll figure it out. I was like, the fuck you will? You're just gonna figure out how to sail? Fuck you. You're gonna have me out in the Mediterranean Sea looking like Elian Gonzalez trying not to get my hair wet holding on to a fucking door? Fuck you, bitch. I don't have time for this shit, husband. And finally, he was like, hey, how about we just take a bottle of cava, a Spanish champagne, and go to the beach and sit and drink it. I was like, fuck yes, bitch, that is my speech. Sitting and drinking, I will suck your dick. That's how you get your dick sucked, right, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> so we get to the beach. And he's not opening the bottle. And he's like, look, over there, there's a mountain. It's really small, should we climb it a little bit? And I was like, for fuck's sake, Bear Grylls, fine! You know, and I was like, let's go climb this mountain. And he finds a place and he's like, this is a good place. And I'm like, for what? And 
He's like sweatier than usual. And I'm like, did he do drugs without me? That is so fucking rude. Don't do drugs without me. And then it's almost like he had rom-com Tourette's. He was like, I love you. You had me at hello. You complete me. Let's save the bookstore. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you having an aneurysm? Do you smell toast? Do you smell toast? <laughs> I don't know how to save this motherfucker. I've never watched a whole episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, how do you even get down a mountain? And finally, he busted out a cute ring. He was like, I'm trying to marry you. I was like, oh, bitch, I thought you were trying to kill me. <laughs> Guys, don't be so extra when you want to propose. Have you ever, like, made somebody do something that they didn't want to do? And you're like, this is cute. We should do this. What? No. <laughs> You've never come up with, like, a bright idea, like, let's go sailing? No, nah, I don't know. Kayaking? Nah. No. Swimming at the YMCA? <laughs> It's pretty dangerous, but no. Have you, like, done anything physical, like, on a date together besides sex? Like a Bachelorette episode? Um, I mean, we've done some cool things, but I don't know if it's, like, dangerous. I haven't done anything dangerous yet. I mean, you know, plane rides. You've been on serious plane rides? I've been on a plane ride that actually uh, had to have an emergency lander. What? Was it with Sully? I saw that nah. shit. Which one were you? I didn't nah, know there were was... black people on the plane. <laughs> uh, my good friend, uh, Donnie Wahlberg uh, from... Ooh, can somebody get a broom? We just dropped a name! <laughs> we, were, we were, after a tour date, we were going to Chicago. Yeah. And, um, and I thought in my subconscious sleep that I heard the pilot come over and whisper something. And, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Like and what he, whispered, what he whispered was, uh, the, the right engine has gone out. We have to make an emergency landing. The fuck? And I was asleep, but when we woke up, Donnie woke me up and he was like, you know, hey, man, we have to have an emergency landing. And I wanted to let you sleep through that. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Donnie, thank you for taking that one by yourself. Shout out to Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Are you guys ready for more show? Say yeah. Oh, man first guest to the stage. He's amazing. He's just amazing. He is a comedian, a cabaret performer, and a New York fixture. He calls himself the hardest working middle-aged man in show business. You've seen him on TLC's Long Island Medium. Watch What Happens Live. Give it up for Murray Hill! <laughs> So you just got back from Vegas. I've been following you on Instagram. I did, uh, and you could hear the Vegas in my voice, ladies and gentlemen. I just performed for uh, Middle America for 10 days. I couldn't be happier to be back in New York City. <laughs> God help me. What is Vegas like? Scary. What do you mean scary? Because like everybody looks alike. It's a lot of I Love America t-shirts, the buffet. Can you just get a meal? Well, you know, I was working at Bally's, and if you don't know Vegas, Bally's is the second most busted... Uh, <laughs> Casino on the Strip. So, and I was working at this, uh, the venue, and this is not a joke, Michelle. The venue was called The Back Room. Stop. Yeah, so The Back Room at Bally's. Stop. And, um, what was it in the shape of? The Back Room. You're married now, so you don't know about The Back Rooms as much. Hey, but we have New Year's. <laughs> so what's the day in a life, you know, in Vegas? You wake up, it's sunny. It, it do you was go to bright. the desert and, like, see a scorpion? Like, what do you do? Uh, well, basically, you w I wake up around 12 o'clock, 
That's noon uh, for those of you that have jobs and employed and a job that's respectable. I can't. Unlike comedy. And uh, you wake up. I took a lift to the coffee shop. Yeah. I would order three coffees. Yeah. And an egg sandwich yes. at 1 p.m. And I would say good morning to everybody. And they're like, it's not morning. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Right. And then I go back, take a nap. Showbiz. You got to take a little nap before you, you know, get picked up I to can't. go to the gig. And then I walk through Bally's. And then uh, everybody looks at me like, what the hell is that? Who the hell? What the hell is that thing walking in? And then I do the show. And then I go out. Talk to the people after the show. And how did people receive you? I feel like, what did you say before? You were just like, they're like, what is that? What, what, what the fuck? Well, uh, I know it's a podcast and, and, and you can't see me, but uh, I am a visual delight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I, I say this joke in the show and, uh, and I say, hey, uh, I'm reading your mind. Is it a man or a woman? Is it a man or a woman? The answer is No. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you bring that up because um, you did an article for The Guardian last year where you said you didn't want to be labeled as a drag king. How do you want to be labeled? You know, I'm old school, Michelle. I don't believe in labels. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like people are like, what, which, what pronouns do we use? What should we call you? What are you this and this? I'm, I'm just Murray. It's a little like advanced, I right. think. But just call me Murray. You know, there's nothing quite fits this bill, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's like it, it, a drag king, a trans. There's so much more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a full package. Take it easy. <laughs> Where do you get your, like, how did you come up with the style? Because it's a very, you have a signature style. You usually have a tie on. I'm surprised you don't have one on. My style's kind of easy. It's whatever fits at the time. Yeah. Uh, this Ooh, suit used to be uh, my you. grandmother's couch. And um, <laughs> I had it tailored to fit me. Uh, it... Uh, I'm worried about, if you can tell by the little shortness of breath that you can probably hear uh, over in the podcast in the audience, is I got like eight pairs of Spanx on right now. I cannot breathe. Do you fuck with Spanx? <laughs> I don't even fuck with, I don't fuck with Spanx anymore. I just like let it live. I gotta let it breathe. Yeah. What's a Spanx? Yes! So Spanx is just, um, it's a girdle, but sort of like, it's like half underwear, half girdle. And no, no, it's a condom for chubby people. Do you, do you, have you ever um, put, put saran wrap around a hot dog? Saran wrap around a hot dog? Yeah. No, that's a waste of saran wrap. So how did you start um, Drag Bingo? You know, Bingo is, is, uh, is a great gig that, uh, I'm not homosexual, but they let me... Uh, be there. You know, it's... It, no, you're like an alternative Steve Harvey. It's great. I love how you yell at people. It's amazing. What are, what's some of the craziest moments in bingo? Has anyone just been like blackout drunk and be like, I got bingo, bitch? The craziest thing probably is that me and uh, my fellow house were like just wailing on this person. They, they were like, bingo, bingo. And we're like, that's not loud enough. You got to scream it louder. Yeah. We're not going to accept it. You got to scream, like, bingo, bingo. And they just <laughs> on and on and on. And then... Finally, her friend was like, she just had a throat operation. No! Like, what are the odds? But it happened. We have so much more show. Murray Hill, everybody, yes! When we come back on Late Night Whenever.
Pito. It's my black Dr. Phil. Rob Lewis over here is my new friend, Murray Hill. What's up? I've known you for a while, but it's so nice to actually hang out with you when I'm not drinking and trying to put numbers together for bingo. Show biz. Yes, honey. So excited to bring my next guest out. She's a stand-up comedian. She's cute as fuck. She's got a comedy album called Black and Mild that you can find on Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, everywhere, honey. She also has a 15-minute Netflix special, so look out for that. She's on everything that you need a password for. Give it up for Chanel James! Hello. I feel like I've known you for a couple years now. You're so funny. Thank you. <laughs> you used to work in fashion? Yeah. What the fuck was that like? Uh, not like anyone imagines, <laughs> or, or at least how I imagine. I thought I'd be like, you know, like some starving artist, like cokehead, you know, rich kid type right. of thing. And it like was the just devil wears all, nada. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> what was it like? Just like. Well, I'm not rich. Okay. So I always say that I moved to New York thinking I would be like a starving artist, but I didn't know you had to come from money to be a starving artist. To yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. I was literally starving. Yeah. So. It's just like that show, Girls. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I want to write a show for HBO called Bitches. Word. Or it's just like everybody trying to do their thing. We, we, we broke for real. <laughs> we broke for real. You know, like run into your parents' house on the weekends to like stock up on No, or organics. write a book about your feelings. I'm just cutting coupons trying to get fried chicken <laughs> exactly. pieces at Popeye's. Trying to find that last dollar pizza place that's still open in New York. Oh my God. <laughs> Looking on the floor after a movie in a movie theater to see if there's any loose change. Oh my goodness. Nobody? Judgy as fuck. Did you know that? I used to panhandle. Are you, what, do you, what is panhandle? I feel like that's it's a part of Florida. It's asking for money on the street, basically. Uh, and I wouldn't have to ask for long because my brokest period in New York was also my most fashionable. Like, all the fashion people are broke as fuck. Like, what? anybody you see well-dressed in New York is broke, <laughs> basically. What? And so... Oh, that was my whole dating life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in New York, you also don't have to, like, get paid in money all the time. If someone's just like... <laughs> Ooh, that laugh was... That was someone who didn't go take liberal arts in a class. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first jobs I ever major. had as a stand-up was doing warm-up for Maury Povich. They didn't even pay me in money. They paid me in pizza. You took it, right? I took that shit. Yeah. I was happy as fuck. There yeah. were different fucking toppings. What's wrong with you guys? You take the vegetables off. You make a salad later. Like, it's very, like, you know... Dude, I used to take that pizza home and fry an egg on it in the morning. Hello, don't like fucking... two meals in one. Don't sleep on leftovers. <laughs> they don't know about being broke. Oh my God. You ever been broke? You've been broke. Yeah, I know what being broke is. Hell yeah. Stressful. So, what happens when you're broke? You just like look at the bank account and you're just like, How why is would this you gonna... look? <laughs> I know what's going on in there. I can't. <laughs> so, wait a minute. You used to panhandle. What was that like? Well, just no, it's, I say it, that makes it seem like I was out there all day. But the point I was making is so I'd be super well dressed. And if I just said, hey, I forgot my wallet or whatever. Like, people would just give me $20. And I know that they don't give that amount of money to people who are actually, like, homeless and, you know, destitute. But I guess they look at me and they're like, oh, well, she's not going to buy drugs or whatever, which I did. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um... <laughs> Wait, but they, you... that was just interesting to me, you know? And a white girl did that shit to me the other day. She was like, I left my wallet at home. Could you open it? I was like, bitch, I know that game, but I'll let you through. 
You can't. Did you start be... comedy here in New York? No, I started in the mid- Midwest in uh, Champaign, Illinois. I remember I used to get booked out in um, these colleges in Illinois a lot for February, March, because February is Black History Month, and then March is Women's History Month. Word. And so, like, that's, that's our time. It's our time. <laughs> I'd be so fucking busy. And I remember driving like two, three hours. Mad fucking cornfields. Yeah, man, that shit was stressful. Like I started in like a biker bar in a towny type situation. Ooh, so like, sounds like the accused. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I would be doing like all these like VFWs in Reagan, Illinois, which is the birthplace of Ronald Reagan. Uh, I don't know. Shout and, out. Yeah, and fucking Rest in power. <laughs> sundown towns and shit like that. So don't begrudge me any success I ever get. Is what I'm saying, people. <laughs> I remember feeling like if like driving by yourself, um, man or woman, not knowing where you're going, not knowing the area, not really having a lot of cell phone service, never no ending road. GPS is like, I don't know where you at. Yeah, bitch. GPS is just like, fuck this, why are you doing this? Yeah, like And I remember thinking like if I see a little white boy with blonde hair come out this fucking cornfield <laughs> looking like the colonel from KFC, I'm making a motherfucking U-turn back yeah, to and, and being O'Hare. Also, I remember one time being lost and in no GPS, like calling someone else and like trying to tell them to go on a computer and find me. Yes, I, it was like that weird. Quest line, yes, honey, yes, yes. And uh I remember I pulled up into this one house and they had four American flags. I no, was like, that's too, too much. Too many flags. You get one too flag. Too many flags. Like no, I don't fuck with reversing up out of here, Mr. America. I can't. <laughs> but you're from you're from Illinois, right? I'm did from you ever Chicago? Yeah. But did you ever like leave Chicago and go to a part that's scary? Nah, I used to, nah. <laughs> Sorry. I used to go to Champaign though, for church. There's a church out there. Dang, you love to... the Lord. Three hours away. <laughs> it was our annual trip. Oh, annual. Yeah, you yeah. said it like every Sunday you was three <clears throat> nah, doing three nah, hours. Nah. It was like we get a little charter bus and go uh-huh. up to Champaign. Yeah. I feel like I never leave my hotel room in Chicago. I just have deep dish oh, and fall Chicago's asleep. Oh, Chicago's so nice. I got it. You I been in Chicago, Murray? Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, what's your favorite part about Chicago? I actually like the audiences there, believe it or not. Yeah. And the pizza, as you can see. Yeah. I, a lot of deep dish pizza. Yeah. Tell me about your uh, comedy album, Black Mile. Uh, Black and Mile, available everywhere. Uh, it's just a culmination of all my fucking cornfield driving and, and uh, you know, years of comedy. And I had gotten offered a album like three years ago but I wasn't ready so that tells you what that Ain't this shit, shit that I finally put out is fire you know what I mean so I, yeah. didn't, I didn't do it because I could I did it because I knew it was that's good that's one of my so. biggest pet peeves I think people who do shit that aren't ready nah I want it's everything like, I it's did. a slow well summer. that's a young man's game you know what I mean you get a chance to maybe do it again when you when you are old broad like me you might this might be less <laughs> I might get to do an album oh come on I mean? or whatever you know what I mean if you're 20 you put out an album when you're 20 nobody cares when you're 30 that's why they do it you know, I'll listen to like an 18 year old's comedy album, but I'm just like, oh, you, you <laughs> I lost won't your listen homework. to an 18 year old's conversation. Why would I listen to their <laughs> album? Get out of here. I mean, I have a teenager. I just, yeah. How old is he? 13. You had the sex talk? Uh, yes, it's, it's uh, me and his dad had two separate ones, just co- hopefully coming from two separate, you know, perspectives. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll give him one and then you. Do the man version or whatever the fuck. Ooh, there's a man version? You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to tell him how to be good at sex. Like, gross. Have you had the sex talk with your kids yet? Nah, not yet. How old are they? I have a uh, (laughs) (laughs) 21-year-old. That's what I'm saying. Like, man. I have a a 21-year-old, a 12-year-old girl and a 5 year old You better talk to that (gasps) 12-year-old. 
Yeah, you need to talk to her. Men, you have to do it hey, too. Don't leave it to her. mama's going to talk to her and then I'll talk to her when it, yeah, when I feel like it's getting to that point. God, I'm trying to teach my son that he don't have to fuck everything that comes his way. Like, I don't, th- I think that's something that men yeah. should like. Conquering. Everybody tells women about like sanctity and purity and saving it yeah, for Jane special the people. Like don't I don't want my flower. son out there. Everything like you keep it special. You know. I hope he understands what I mean by that. But God, that's I don't a big remember thing what my me. parents told me. I think they were like just pray. And I'm like cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> and did that work? No. I mean, I was I I was a late bloomer the first time. I was as well. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I was probably like 22 the first time I sat on someone's face. Oh no, face. you waited a long time. <laughs> Oh, you guys are great. You guys want to play a game? Sure. Perfect. Okay, Murray and Janelle, it's time for a game of calling Would You Ever. We've been talking about adrenaline all night, and now I want to hear from the audience about their most daring moments. What they do, what they never do. This is Would You Ever? Hell no. Oh, so good. Okay. So the first question we have is from Kitty S. That's your name? Who Kitty S? Why oh. are you ashamed of that hot yeah. ass name? I wish I could tell somebody my name is Kitty. <laughs> What's your story, Kitty S? What's the craziest oh. thing you ever did? Uh, I streaked in Central Park. Oh, word. What? <laughs> what was that like? Why did you do that? Were you hot? Um, Were the drugs working? I was drunk. Yes. And I had just moved to New York. Ooh. And it just seemed like a good thing to do post-college. Can you imagine running Would you with ever no streak in Central Park? I'd have, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure, why not? See, would you? Uh, <laughs> Did you have to hold you your You don't want to see boobs? what I look like with just the Spanx. It's yeah. not cute. It looks like a hot dog with saran wrap. If you talked to me like five years ago, I would not be streaking in Central Park. But now you're like, who cares? But now I'm like, you're welcome. Donald Trump is president. Who cares? Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly why I would be streaking. But I feel like streaking, it would just be like, I can't run without a bra. That's what I'm saying. So that would end that adventure immediately. A very slow, brisk walk. (laughs) Hit it, Rob! All right, next story is from Kyle L. This is fun, guys. I'm having fun. Kyle, hi. I like when people look like their name. <laughs> Doesn't he look like a Kyle? Yes, you look Kyle like a motherfucker. Yes, is this Old Navy, Ben Sherman? What's this plaid shirt, Kyle? Uh, ripped and Gap. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's your story? Uh, one time when I was in college, I was seeing a girl and she dumped me and uh, oh, wow. I wanted to go confront her um, oh, wow. at her job. Ooh, angry white boy in a plaid shirt. No, this no, is no, no, no. Scary this right shit, now. this is the scariest story so far. I'm like terrified. <laughs> to ease the tension though, I dressed up like a Mormon to make it less, That's uh, not less awkward. That's like yeah. now. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you showed up at your ex-girlfriend's yeah, job in like a disguise. It's not yeah. your adrenaline. <laughs> I don't feel like it was and your you're adrenaline. you're the one that's scared. I feel okay. like it was her. Did you run this idea by somebody <laughs> before you no, did it? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Was it like, what the fuck are you doing here? Can you leave? I'm about to get fired. Was it like or that? Like, or you look you so have... hot in that suit, babe. No. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> I went and I just said, because I hadn't talked to her. I was in love. She was great. She Aww. was a guitar player. She sang, had a cool Don't haircut. Oh, this, this craziness. <laughs> no, it was good. Why did you nice. feel like you had to dress up as a Mormon? <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time, just uh, less creepy. You are incorrect. Kyle, Kyle, 
No, I went out. I pled my case. I would look. I had the short sleeve shirt and the tie. It was great. White she worked shirt. at a pastry shop. Come on, it was lovely. But she was making like you know chocolate stuff with fondue and the weird like foam and you know the. Where'd you this get this audience, Michelle? Yeah. It's like two for one night. It I was mean, sweet, though. No, it was sweet. It was. Okay, if you insist it was sweet. the whitest story I've ever heard of. Yeah, Scout's Honor. I would love to follow her. We believe her. you believe it was sweet. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty scary. I mean, do you, are you still friends with her on Facebook? No, she got married uh, to another guy. And she unfriended me. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for being here in front of all these witnesses, Kyle. Enjoy it. Hit it, Rob. Hell no, Kyle. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to make this the last story because now I feel scared. Uh, I'm just kidding. You're lovely. Last story is from... uh, All I have is LJC. Who dat? Hi, LJC. What's your name? It's Laura. Oh, hi, Laura. And what do you do for a living? Uh, I, I work for a technology company. Oh, my God. You're so smart. <laughs> Listen, what's your story? Uh, it, it, it's actually a daily uh, recurrence where I have to get worried about farting openly uh, in my open floor panel open floor pan, floor oh, plan office. Oh, no. Are you farting oh. right now as you're telling the story? <laughs> I'm not. But I worry about it constantly. Yeah, I guess. Because like when I fart and don't tell my husband, he's like, <gasps> check the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> Did you step in something? I think a dinosaur came in here and farted. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm like, what do you floor mean? plan offices are the worst. Have you been caught? Do people look your way? Uh, I have been caught. <laughs> Hell nah. Did someone say something to you or you just like notice their face? Uh, I, I saw the look, like the eyes go wide and then oh, I, just, I just walked like this. I just, I just ran away. <laughs> was it a guy? It was. You know, they always shocked that we fart and shit. Isn't that some shit? Meanwhile, guys, y'all playing with your dicks like you playing the piano. And the minute, we have, the minute we have an itch downstairs, you guys are like, what a dirty bitch. It's like, no, sometimes I itch too. Hello. Okay? Exactly. That's the name of my memoir. Sometimes I itch too. <laughs> What I really like is um, walking and farting. Yeah. Because you don't know where it goes. Yes. It's just a little cloud that you never see again. You know, you know what, what I mean? The, the best place is like the grocery store. You just leave it in one aisle, and then by the time anybody notices, you're in the next yes. aisle. You know what I mean? I get it. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Hit it, Rob! <laughs> Hell no. Oh, I love that jingle. You guys, that was so much fun. Thank you guys so thank much. Thank you. God, what have we learned tonight, Rob? Janelle Murray, you guys have been amazing. Audience, you've been amazing. Yes, yes, audience. Yes, audience. Thank you for sharing your dumb stories. Okay. I've learned that um, when a white boy likes you, he loves you. We also learned that the cutest, my most polite person at work farts like a dinosaur yuck I mean I want to see Murray in Vegas don't you I want to see Janelle on the subway I would totally give her $20 her teeth are so nice 
And I learned so, so much about you, Robert Lewis, and Donnie Wahlberg, and how rich that motherfucker is. So many things. So thank you guys for hanging out with me and my top titty meat. I'm Michelle Buteau, that's Rob Lewis, and this has been Late Night Whatever! Late Night Whenever is brought to you by WNYC Studios. This podcast is produced by Joanna Solitareff, Paula Schumann, Jennifer Sendro, Daniel Guimet, and Marion Schauberg, with Isaac Jones, Chase Colpin, Sarah Sambach, Caroline English, and Melissa Chusid. Music by Rob Lewis. Add music by Isaac Jones. You're on social? Oh my God, we're on social! Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at whenever. Can you believe we got that username? Oh, so hard. And don't forget to subscribe to Late Night Whenever, wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, it's going to be a lot of that in the show and so much more. (laughs) You know, whenever, at whenever. At whenever really is what I decide to pay my bills. (laughs) 